Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F. Hello, footies. Welcome along to your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team goodness. We are foot in review. It is episode 393. It is Wednesday, the 9th of March, 2022. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. Thank you very much for joining this show, which, as always, is powered by footcoaching.com. A few quick things to get away under out of my system, even before I introduce my two co-hosts. A big thank you to everyone who has joined us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. That's how you support this show. And a big thanks to Amber and Reese, who are top tier supporters over there in our Skybox holders. They get a shout out every single show, plus a free coaching session from the guys over at footcoaching.com. And of course, big thank you to our sponsors for this show, manscaped.com. You can see if you're watching us at twitch.tv forward slash footcoaching, a fantastic offer for you. And if you're listening to the pod, we all have more details of that later on in the show. And we have lots to get to. It is Team of the Week 25. Foot Birthday continues in full swing, although have the balloons deflated a little bit. We'll get into that. We'll also follow up on some of the topics and themes from Monday's show with John and Aaron, including toxicity and how to keep players playing the game a little bit longer and much more to come. So if you are watching us live, you can see the two lovely gents below me in the screen. I'm going to start with the teddy bear. He is Grandpapa Mac. It is Chris. Chris, good evening to you, mate. Hi, buddy. How are you doing? I am good, thank you. It has been uh, it's been a while, but I'm glad to be back yeah. on with you. No, it's been great, mate. When you mentioned foot birthday, I always worry because nowadays I'm so old that the candles cost more than the birthday cake these days. <laughs> and I'm going to leave that there and move on and introduce my other co-host for today. It is Talking Foot. It is John. John, hello to you, mate. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, as I turn on my light and get a bright aura glow around me. Anyway, thank you very much to wherever you're tuning in, whether it is on our Discord live or at twitch.tv. Lots to get into, gents. Let's start with this majestic Team of the Week 25. Now, let's get the gag out of the way early. Chris, I'm going to ask you, is this a Team of the Week or is there a few nuggets of interest in this team? Well, a million coins for just 1.1 million for the whole team. I think it is very quite weak if that's a word. Uh, there's a couple of good cards in there, but uh, the foot birthday cards, I think, have well and truly trumped them. And uh, I think uh, compared with Mbappé, probably was the last great card, I think it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Kevin De Bruyne at 93, central midfielder, high rated, 370k, and I imagine that'll go down, don't you? Yeah. You would think so. I mean, John, Kevin De Bruyne for me is a card I've never quite been able to get on board with. I don't know why, but I just look at that price tag and I just think, yeah, I'd swerve. I agree. I, I, on paper, he looks great. Four star, five star, high, high. Um, but, and his gold card at the very start, before pace became the meta, really enjoyed him. But he was very quickly out of the team and very few people run with him. Yeah. And just overall, I mean, I'm looking, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll blur it up in full screen for our viewers, but just not a lot of quality there, is there really? I mean, lots of high numbers, nice fodder for you to get to uh, throw into some of the other content we'll get into later in the show. But again, other than Teo Hernandez, who I think is one of, if not the best left back in the game, just not a lot you're going to get in your reds that's going to get you excited. 
No, I mean, the, the Hernandez card looks great, 435k, um, 88 rated left back. And I think people who have the headliners, uh, Reese James card as well, will be absolutely delighted. Um, he's got a team of the week, so he'll go up to, I think his card goes up to 87. Um, I just want to get a quick mention to the Silver Star who's in there, um, Arim Cabrera. He actually plays in the Indian uh, Super League uh, and he plays for Goa as well. So I think it's the first time I've seen one of those cards actually get uh, a mention. So that's something interesting. But even with the Silver Stars one, if you look at his stats, he's unusable at this point in time. Um, there. It's a, a weird one. A weird one with Foot Birthday on the go. Team of the Week just seems quite a, 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 a weekly promo that's kind of dying out a little bit. Um, I'm sure it could be revamped somehow, make it slightly more interesting. Yeah, it definitely needs it needs a look. But then, again, I mean, there are promos every week now, John. Did, do EA actually even owe us uh, a decent team of the week now, given that, as I said, we, we've got new promo cards every single week? You know, it, is there an argument to say, say, well, you know, stop moaning. This is just, you know... A little bit of a bonus. I think that's how you need to look at it now. Mm. Remember, Team of the Week, going back, um, was the only sort of promo, realistically. So the way to improve your squad was waiting for a Team of the Week player. Now, like you said, there's so many activities, so many players out there that Team of the Week is almost redundant. You need them for SBCs. You don't really need them for your squad. Unless you're lucky to pick a Theo Hernandez or a Inform Mbappe, realistically none of these people make your squad. You might pick one up for a objective, but yeah, I think you just need to look at them as strong word to say, but fodder cards. Yeah, I mean, anything to add, Chris? No, I think I would actually like to see Team of the Week be revamped to make it uh, showdowns. I think that would make some of their interest. And uh, how you do that, you'd probably do it for two weeks in advance, wouldn't you? So you have a week of Team of the Week and mm. people could pick the cards they want. I think that would make it more interesting, make them live cards. Um, but, I mean, if you look at that team of the week at the moment, there's cards on there that aren't even fodder. You know, the only thing I going to ask you, add is, um, if you look at the prices of some of those cards, I think there's an 84 rated uh, French player there, which is just short of discard. These are kind of currency, aren't they, at the moment, in the, for SPCs, and they're fairly decent investments, and the prices are quite low at the moment. So if you have some spare coins, maybe worth looking at picking some up at near discard value. Yeah, you can never really lose a lot of coins uh, on these cards, and they will boom at some point. The only thing is, is uh, you know, how long has it been? I think I, I dipped into Informs about three weeks ago now. I've still kind of just been sat on them um, because there's been nothing to make them really spike. So, again, buyer beware, uh, you will make money. I always consider Informs to be the ISA of uh, of the of the foot <laughs> world because they will rise, um, and the interest is good. It's just a case of how long you're sitting on them for. Yeah. Uh, right, let's move on then, because Foot Birthday is in full swing. We have had a little bits and pieces of content, two player SBCs over the last couple of days, John. Uh, Mavadidi and Lena. Lena? Tonight, I'm going to go for Lena anyway. Um, <laughs> either of these two tickle your fancy? Um, unfortunately, no. Um, I think if I was running a Bundesliga, then Lena would possibly have a potential to go in there. He's quite cheap. Sort of seventy-five to eighty thousand, depending on your console. He has that um, five-star skills, which again we've talked about. You don't want skill moves in a defender. You want weak foot. I think we actually want weak foot everywhere. 
this game. Um, he would be good if it was on a Bundesliga. Um, but the other one, I can't pronounce his name, um, Mavididi. I just think he's too expensive. You could pick up a gold Neymar for under 100k, and he's working out at 141. So many. Other- yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll come on to Mavididi in a minute because Ingvi, uh, the King of the North, has got a question uh, kind of related to him. But just before we we move on to that, Chris, I mean, I look at Lena and. For 80,000 coins on Xbox, 75,000 coins on PS. Not a whole lot of right-back options in the Bundesliga. You, you've got the likes of um, Babu, maybe, but not too many out there. And I just look at this card, and I just think it's one that you almost just pick up to stash if you've got a little bit of fodder, because I do think it's a pretty solid right-back. Definitely, from, from that point of view, I suppose the issue with Bundesliga is, um, unless you did the Sula card, which our good friend Tommy did, you know, how do you link him in? Um, Goretzka's always got a decent game, but is the Bundesliga one of the top meta leagues to play with? I mean, I think it probably is league and premiership at the moment, isn't it? Um, He looks cheap when you compare him to the next card we're going to look at as well, 83,000. So I think, you know, if you're running a Bundesliga team, I don't think you can go far wrong. Um, Everything about it is fairly decent, but, you know, we're starting to get near tots as well. And uh, I think you said earlier, buyer beware. I think it's a buyer beware one, that one. Yeah, I, I just think it's just one of those cards where, yeah, right now Bundesliga isn't great, but there could always be a situation where we get a you know a hyped up Bundesliga card and you're looking for a right back. I guess the Austrian links don't massively help him unless we get mm. some sort of Sabitzer, um, you know, special card. And he, you know, he does usually get one at some point in the FIFA cycle. So although he's not had a fantastic year for buying by all accounts, uh, and looking at the one to watch I've been holding since October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've got one of those too. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just think it's always, if you do have a spare bit of fodder, you know what it's like, you pull a, a dupe 85 and you don't think there's anywhere to put it. I think if over the next few days you craft this and you know stash it away, I think it could open up options. But likewise, I think it's not one of those that you're going to be completely gutted if you do miss it. Um, Mavadidi is the other one we need to talk about, gents. And uh, John, you mentioned him. Uh, I'll read out Ingvi's question. And he said, have EA started pulling the brakes on player SBCs that are being released? Seems like the stats are, are being held back on players during the foot birthday promo. What's up with giving five-star skills to centre-backs? Much rather have five-star weak foot on them and five-star skills on the full-backs. Just look at the Mavadidi SBC. He gets a plus seven upgrade on his inform but no upgrade on his pace, strength, or jumping. Have they been holding stuff back, or have these SBCs been good enough so far, John? I think it's a mixed bag. I think in this particular card, they're holding them back. Um, I think some of the other cards, you, you can't say the same thing, but I think it comes down to, with EA, there's no rhyme or reason as to how stats are allocated and how skill moves are upgraded. It just seems it's always just a toss of the coin and see how it lands. And I think this is just an example where the coins landed the wrong way. Chris, can you see any justification to spend 140,000 coins on this Mavadidi card? No, because he's he's ligging. That's that's the first problem you've got as well. As, so that is the Neymar slot, isn't it? I mean, a lot of people did the flashback Neymar. Um, so I, I, I don't see... Yeah, and you're picking that up either. He's English. The problem he's got is, you know, you've got Raheem Sterling. He, he plays on the left-hand side and uh, 
for 140k when you actually compare him to a liner card I don't see the justification of the value I think the, the fact is his nationality and also the league he plays in is probably the reason why he's, he's got such a high value but at this stage of the game I think he's he's not even a super sub is he there's nothing that, that stands out completely um, if he's sub you only get a plus 5 as well so you're not going to get the benefit of any chemistry style so I would be very very careful of that 5 star weak foot yeah I mean, 3 star skills is probably not strong enough yeah, there's there's not a lot of convincing arguments to to really go for this card. Um, links wise, English players aren't the strongest this year, as in, in quite a lot of years. And like you say, plenty of league and options. Um, but going back to what Ingvi said, Chris, I mean, what what do you think? Are they giving these cards the right kind of boost? Do you think there is a deliberate attempt to hold back some of these boosts? I think so. I think the I think the problem is that team of the year should be the Premiership. Premier cards, shouldn't they? Um, so you've got to be careful, you know. And, and I jump in there as well as I. I oh, sorry, I. I still think icons should be the premier card. I've mentioned that many a time, but I, I know where you're coming from, Chris. I definitely mm-hmm. agree. Team of the year should be up there. Yeah, definitely. For, for the normal non-icon players, I 100 agree. With you. I think the icons are, are done dirty uh, in this game. I think for team of the year cards, they should be the premiership card, the prem cards, and then you've got the ones underneath. I think we can't complain the fact that Ronaldo's came out um, as well. The Mkhitaryan one, I think Kate Aaron was waxing lyrical about on, on Monday as well. So, yeah, I think there's some, been some decent cards. I don't think every single card can be a banger. I just think this um, Mavadidi card, you won't see many of them at all, actually. I think EA have backed themselves into a little bit of a corner with this as well. Uh, and someone else on our Discord I was having this conversation with. Um, in the... When I did the show last week, I was like, well, the foot birthday is not going to be this early. It's, you know, it's the start of March. Mm. And they're usually some of the most juiced cards because they, they're kind of the lead in the last major promo to team of the season. But we're still a good six, seven weeks, you know, and, and when you talk about the later team of the seasons, like your league earn, you know, that's two, three months away, possibly. Mm. So they can't juice these cards too much because then, well, what do you do with the team? You know, the team of the season cards are going to have to be out of this world. And then where do you go after that? that you know, they set the precedent last mm-hmm. summer from the, you know, the festival of football, whatever it was called, summer heat. You know, they want to keep the game cycle going. So there needs to be a ceiling. So unfortunately, I think foot birthdays had to be sacrificed a little bit. And they've had to rein back these SBCs. Because if you give everybody end game cards at the start of March, you know, what's going to keep them in June, July? You know, if we've all got, you know, a, you know, a 92 rated five star, four star left back, you know, we're not going to get excited about anything going. Yeah, of course, you've got to have the odd carrot in there. your Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, to sell packs and to get people excited. But you can't give everybody access to, a, to such a fantastic team that it's going to obliterate the power curve and render your later promos um redundant so i'm that's why i'm just a little bit disappointed that foot birthday has come now because it it does force that power creep and and force them to kind of repress um uh, the values and the boost that they do give some of the accessible cards um big thank you as well to everyone li- watching in uh twitch.tv forward slash foot coaching where we of course broadcast this show live three times a week big hello to flint he said, hi, guys. How's everyone's foot birthday? I've personally done timber. I've put a shadow on him and used him as CDM. He's okay, but wish I could take it back because he's not as good as I thought he would. But hey-ho. John, have you, have you done timber? Nope. Um, Chris? Sorry, go. Well, I've, <laughs> I've, um, I've done the 81 
uh, or 80 player picks. I know we love them when we don't, we rinse our clubs, and I've managed to pick up three um, foot birthday cards in there, all the lower rated ones. Um, the Torreira one was a really strange card. I didn't realise um, when I brought him on, I thought I'd uh, went to film Honey, I've Shrunk the Kids. He's so tiny, he's five foot five for being a CDM. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks, it looks like uh, somebody's brought their son to work when they play. When they play. <laughs> <laughs> he's just absolutely tiny. So I mean, it's fine when you're dealing with Insigne, but uh, a CDM at five foot five, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but uh, no, I've, I've, I've been quite lucky. I must admit, I've enjoyed the player picks, and uh, I think that's what's kept me interested in the game. But not fancied uh, yelling timber. No, definitely not fancied yelling timber. <laughs> um, what would would I just quickly mention as well is is the, I think it's the Serie A player of the month. Is it Malinowski? Um, Ukrainian yes. plays for uh, Atalanta. I know it's called Bergamo Calcio in the game, but Atalanta, uh, eighteen, just short of nineteen thousand for an eighty-seven rated card. I think is really good as well. Uh, I have the Elitich card uh, in the UEFA uh, Europa League one. They play Bayer Leverkusen this week. So he's an interesting card. Nobody one I'd maybe sleep on as well. He's got plenty of fodder. Uh, just short, as I say, he's just short of 19,000 for that card. And uh, his stats actually look pretty decent. He's one I think it might get missed. Um, but all these foot birthday cards there is on the screen at the moment for Fulcro on Twitch. Uh, there's nothing really standout about it, but uh, it's all fairly decent stats. And he is four star, four star. Medium, medium, which always seems to be a favourite at EA at the moment. But uh, I certainly is a, a card I think I'll do when I've got my fodder. Yeah, definitely think for 20k. And again, if you, you've got, I think it's an 82 rated squad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, with an inform. Just definitely worth doing. Um, if you are opening these big fodder packs from either your foot birthday tokens or, or from your icon swaps tokens, just to convert into a high rated card to use later. But John, you were going to say something on uh, on Timber. No, no, it was more a case of, I think, because I did the pack teasy earlier on in the year and then I did the Martinez objective, I just, there was no need to do them. And, it was, and that was the reason I didn't do them. I didn't think it was because it wasn't a rubbish card or not a usable card. Because again, there's the Eddie Division objective. There's a place for him, but I already had three great centre backs that from the Eddie Division, and that's why he was never done. Yeah, Flint's followed up by the way, and he's just said, "I've done Malinowski. Uh, he's really good with a hunter on him, and his free kicks are unreal." Ooh. So there you go, nice little tip. And of course, we've got the uh, Serie A. If you haven't done that objective in the icon swaps, might be worth one picking up. Um, in terms of overall foot birthday, if you enjoyed it so far, like like you, Chris, I, I've loved those player picks so far. Um, got a handful of these players. Um, packed Odegaard today, so I'm quite looking forward well to done, using mate. him. Uh, Mkhitaryan, um, I know John and Aaron mentioned that I'd, I'd done him and give him a little review. Definitely go out of your way and do Mkhitaryan. I think he is absolutely fantastic for that price. The five-star, five-star is very, very handy. And if you play any sort of system with a cam, get him done. I'm not as convinced if you had to play him as kind of a getting behind striker or even as a straight winger. But I think if you play any sort of 4 1 2 and 2 narrow or, uh, you know, a 4 2 3 1, I think this card is ideal uh, and would definitely get your way to get him done. I know the links are tricky, but I've been playing him on 8 chem and. I know our good friend Nathan Downs will uh, will want to cover his ears for this. There is nothing wrong with playing someone on eight chem oh. or even seven chem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes, uh, go out of your way and get it done. So yeah, reasonably enjoyable. But another key part of this promo so far, gents, has been the token system. 
And John, I sort of came to you this morning, sort of said topics for discussion. And I know you wanted to bring in the um, the Where's Wally game that is find the tokens. Yeah. Do you know what? In some ways, it's, it's great. They'll think of it as it's an engagement thing. You've got to find them. Um, but for a very casual player, and let's be honest, we're on a podcast, we're not casual. Yeah. And we may not be good myself especially, but we're committed to the game. Um, but for a genuine casual that, that maybe jumps on for a couple of hours a night, plays a few games, he potentially will miss these tokens because some are in SBCs, some are in player objectives, some are on a friendlies objective. I think they don't tell you where it is. There's not log in tonight and, you rest and go get your token here. It's just left to the individual to find it. So it's fine for people like us and the Discord where Evie's putting up the tracker and you can see where the tokens are. And if you're active on Twitter, there's people telling you where the tokens are. But for the general casual, you could miss quite a few tokens. Yeah, they are hidden around. And tonight, Chris, we've got one in our favourite arena, the old uh, Silver Lounge. So if you uh, thought Silvers were done after that Silver promo, think again. You get a chance to use your uh, Kevin De Bruyne, your Pogba's, your Royce's, to uh, pick up a player that actually looks looks quite handy, Chris. He does. Uh, his name is Omar Bame Deli. Am I right in saying that? I'm not a huge Norwich fan. Norwich fan. So uh, he comes to the Republic of Ireland. I was actually going to mention him. He's got five star weak foot centre back. Pretty quick, 87 acceleration, slowish sprint speed. Um, fairly decent uh, defending stats. And I was going to just mention him simply because he is from the Republic of Ireland. And St Patrick's Day is just around the corner. Yes. Uh, on March 17th so and I know that EA sometimes do some sort of promo with that it's starting to get less and less as the years have went on but uh, having Irish players in your club or even players for the Northern Ireland is maybe worth checking out don't know what's going to come out um, I think a few years ago I did the Four Leaf Clover they had that SBC so even if you do them and put them in SBC it's, it's well worth doing it and Silver Lounge is good fun as well yeah, they had the uh, milestones objectives last year, didn't they? Where you could pick up mm-hmm. three Republic of Ireland players. Um, so it's definitely worth doing just a club stock of them, just in case something similar comes out. It might not, but again, if you can just pick them up, I mean, at, at the moment, I imagine they're close in or, or near enough discards. So go and pick up sort of either 11 or at least sort of seven. I think it was seven perhaps mm-hmm. last year. Um, so definitely a good shout on that one. So yeah, another Silver Star subjective. And so it is nice to see... You know, we talked about during the Silver promo that the hope was that EA would follow up on this and give us reasons to use our newly super-juiced Silver teams. Uh, so even if it is, you know, slightly annoying that this is a bit of a hidden token, um, it's nice to have an excuse to use those Silver players to so go and get this done. You use your requirements in the Silver Lounge. Was it three wins? A what is it? Eight goals, five assists. Six, yeah, six assists. Yeah, six assists. And I, I, and I would. I would say as well as that uh, people might not realise is that uh, the uh, Weekend League Plus is still on the go and it actually counts for playoff games. So you don't yeah. actually play Silver Squads in Weekend League. You can actually play them in playoff games and you're more likely to get the odd win thrown for free in there as well. Yeah, it was just doing a play around, as you can see for our viewers on Footbin. If you check a shadow on him, he's an 87-rated Prem centre-back, so that's not bad. <laughs> With 67 <laughs> composure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wish there was a goalkeeper. That seems to be what we're missing, isn't it? Yes, we're missing completely missing a goalkeeper uh, in the silver lounge. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to the the overall point, John, I agree. I think the the way the tokens are hidden is a bit bit squirrely. We had the UEFA marquee matchups yesterday. There was one in the first segment of that. 
but they do the little hint is they do put the little plus symbol um if you're on console over these SBCs that do have a token attached to ah, them. I didn't know that. That's good. No. Yeah. So that's a, a little hint for you if you're scrolling through the menus. But again, you might not come across some of these because um, they're buried in different segments and objectives and milestones and SBCs. So uh, there are lots of decent trackers available online. Um, so I know I think Foot Sheriff puts up one every night. Um, so there are ways and means to keep across. But yeah, it should be a lot more simpler. And I think the overall question of, you kind of touched on it, John, in terms of engagement and things like that. But Chris, I wanted to ask you, are you getting a bit burnt out on tokens now? Or are you happy that we they're just coming thick and fast? No, I must admit, I'm enjoying the fact they come thick and fast. I think they're great. I think tokens are great. Um, it gives you an opportunity to, to, to collect them and then decide how you're going to spend them. Um, are you going to go for the top one and, and take the first you know, team of the week one? Or are you going to spread it and get fodder, etc.? No, I really, really love the tokens. I think it's a great addition this year. And uh, I don't think it should be in every promo, because I don't think every promo warrants it. But I think the big ones, Foot Birthday, Winter Wildcard and that as well. And do we see one in Tots, I suppose? Quite possibly. I mean, it, EA will have the figures and the very fact that we've seen this system repeated twice since it first came back in Winter Wildcard suggests that it's having the desired effect. Yeah. Um, I've got to think as well that we see a token in a store pack again. Yeah, definitely. Um, so again, it's just a bit of a money spin. I mean, I, I, I like having it available to do. I can understand some people that are a bit like, oh, this isn't very special, but... It's optional, isn't it? You, you don't have to do these things, and it's not like and generally, it's not like you need every single token either. No, so. no, no. So, I think they're a good thing. Like I said maybe not every single promo, but you know, it's nice to have a bonus uh, and a way of of doing things. So that just about wraps up all the content, except for the big SBC that came out today, gents, uh, and it's a, always a divisive one. We have had another icon roulette. It is a mid prime pick, um, which I don't not sure we've actually seen before. I can't remember if we had one last year, but it's certainly the first time it's come out this year. Now it's coming in at an eye watering six hundred thousand coins. Key question: Are either of you two indulging? Um, too rich for me, and the fact I think I've done eleven. Roulette SB icon SBCs, and I've apart from Rooney, who's still in my club, um, none, none, none of the other ten make my team. Chris, it's it's too rich, Wimby. It's far far too rich the the price there. Um, I'm not even looked at what mid icons are going for. You know, our, our favourite Nakata or uh, Lipman or whatever. I don't think they'll. Uh, yeah, I think if you if you're happy to wait a couple of weeks and you've got Decent fodder, key picks. I'm sure there's going to be a prime icon moments uh, player pick or roulette coming out, and you're more likely to get a chance of getting something decent. Yeah, so I think this SBC is around for a week, uh, and it's repeatable 13 once. 13 days, it says. I think it's around. Is it 13 days? Mm -hmm. So it's repeatable once um, per, I think it's three or four. Again, I apologize for getting this wrong. It's repeatable once within a certain time frame, and then you get an, that, then refreshes. So I think you can do it at least two, three times uh, if you have that much fodder. I mean, it's a lot. And I think the, the two of you hit the nail on the head. It's, you know, mid icons in March. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've yeah. watched it. I watched a little bit of the pack openings before we came on. And there are, it really reminds you. I saw someone get like two 
versions of Sol Campbell. You know, do you really want to be throwing 600,000 coins worth of fodder at that? No, if you look at it as well as the Desai um, SBCs out, he's a 91 rated centre back for 548k. And then if I'm, if you haven't done it already, you're looking at the Prime Icon upgrade, which is uh, a lot more palatable, 372k. So if you haven't done that, I would certainly would consider if you're going to do some sort of icon roulette, that's probably the better one to do. Yeah, I would agree. And of course, you've got your icon swaps tokens options as well. So you can get these sort of grinding through gameplay. Also, the big reason that I would just hold off on this um, is the fact that Kylian Mbappe has been named in the final three for the Player of the Month for League 1. Oh. So we've got a one in three chance of getting what would likely be a 94 rated Kylian Mbappe. He will not be cheap. He will be upwards of two million coins, and you know if you're going to throw six hundred thousand coins worth of fodder at this, that's really going to hurt your chance of completing it. And of course, that will be an SBC that that few people will actually be able to afford to complete. I would imagine it's going to be structured in the same way as Cristiano Ronaldo's Player of the Month, and I looked at that earlier, and that was four eighty-eight teams, four eighty-seven teams, I think four eighty-nine teams as well. Um, just to give you a sort of. Uh, a rough idea of just how hard it's going to be. So yeah, exactly. Um, and then probably steal someone else's as well <laughs> to pay for it. But yeah, so, so just hold off would be my, would be my advice on this, but look again, I can't blame anyone for wanting to go for broke. There's always the chance of hitting the jackpot. I hit the jackpot once this year. Um, and it does happen to people. You do see people pulling Cruyffs, Eusebios out of it. So Again, if your team is in a really nice place and you've got some fodder around and it will only cost you a quarter of a million, again, have a bit of fun. Don't worry too much. Never worry too much because there's always going to be a chance to restock your club with fodder. Um, you know, we've got the season rewards coming out in just over a week's time. And if you're in the top few divisions, that's going to be some big packs coming your way as well. And of course, there's these picks and all sorts. So there's ways to replenish. If you want to have a bit of fun, do it. But again, I think the general consensus here from the three of us is it's a little bit overpriced for what it is. And again, very much buyer beware. So moving away from content, chaps, before we go any further, I just want to introduce this quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by our friends from Manscaped.com. Go visit manscaped.com and get 20% discount and free shipping with our special code FUT20. So check out manscaped.com and use the code FUT20 for free shipping and 20% discount. And we're back. Um, we were just talking about content. And I wanted to move on the conversation, gents, to a topic that came up on Monday's show with john and aaron which again you can go and listen to in your podcast feed now or watch the replay on youtube or twitch they were talking about toxicity and players leaving the game players not completing games the sort of degradation of the you know the expectations of people chris i want to get your thoughts on this first of all do, do you see where aaron's frustrations were coming from um and then a second part have you got any ideas how you might fix it I, I, I totally understand where Aaron's coming from. Um, 
I mean, I'm, I have to be called Roland or uh, the Scottish Ben Yedder because I am one of the rats, I'll be honest with you. Um, <laughs> if, if the two things that set me off is if somebody watches the intro at the very start, right to the very, you know, with the, around the stadium, etc., I just pause and quit. I'm not, I'm not playing that. I can't be bored waiting. And uh, if somebody then decides that they want to play like in a Bruno Mars video and do skill moves constantly, I'll just get the ball, kick it out and quit again. I don't, I'm not going to play a game <laughs> like that. So, yeah, I, they can call me Roland if you want now on the, on the Discord. Um I think the problem is two twofold. Is first one is FOMO, and I'm I can't believe I'm saying this. I think there's too much content. Um, as uh, John says there about trying to keep track of the tokens, actually trying to complete every single player that's out, every single objective is out is impossible. Yeah. Uh, you you need to be a mathematician to work out the best way to do it. There's too much content, and that's causing the FOMO. People are rushing the game. Um, so they can actually get as much content done as possible and I think that's causing the problem if there was less content I think people were more likely to play the game in full and secondly no matter what EA do this community will find a way to uh, exploit it whether it's a glitch whether it's golden goal whatever it is there is always no matter what EA do the community it works out and then suddenly there's uh, we get these problems John, where do you st stand on this? Are, are you getting frustrated with the behaviour of the gamer base? Or yeah, sometimes. Is I, it as it was? No, I, I definitely agree. I get tilted sometimes um, when people pause. Um, I know where the pause button is. Do not pause for me. I will stick it out. And I don't care if I get beat 6-0. I will waste your time. Um, but yeah, and uh, there's that whole... People are rushing through to get everything done. And I think somebody put on Twitter, I've forgotten who it was, so apologies, is people would rather um, have shiny players in the club and not play the game than play the game full stop with with shiny players. So what are they getting the players for? Because they've no intention of playing 10 games this week using the team properly. They just want to batter in, get every player they can and move on and not actually enjoy playing the game. And that's what Adam went back to saying. Um but yeah, it's a very toxic community at times. It's also very great. You know, we're in a great Discord. Um, and, but I think Chris hit it on the head. There's actually sometimes just too much to do. I, I agree very much with both of you and with what Aaron and, and also John was saying. And, you know, John's thing was talking about rubber banders being the biggest, you know, for him because it was like you're just literally just completely wasting my time i can't even play the game you're just forcing me to sit here um mm -hmm. to get whatever objective i need to do done um i i i very much agree with what aaron said i think the golden goal thing did start as altruistic and something that was great for the community we all kind of banded together it was like yeah we're gonna you know we're gonna Get one on, get one over on EA here, and help each other out. Get these tokens, get stuff done. And now it's just turned into a oh, come on, I'm better than you, quit. And and even I feel like I, I know what you mean, Chris. I'm like that. Getting like I had a rival session this morning, and I was like, when I was two three nil up, which doesn't happen very often, I'll, I'll say that. But I was like, oh, why are you still in the game? And then mm. if I went one or two nil down, I was like, there, I, I literally just need a win here. So why am I, you know, I might drag this back to a draw. Um, and that's not a great attitude to have because it is an impediment to progress, personal progress, and also helping the other person as well. Because the other person might just be looking for the enjoyment of the game. How am I going to get better if I go two nil down and I don't even stick it out? You know, maybe 
at two nil down, it's a great chance to actually try some new things. Maybe try those skill moves that you know don't necessarily want to try out in the most pressure you know point when you're one nil up with ten yeah, minutes try to go. That. Try you know, out that other formation that you don't use very often. Yeah, do you know, and just see how it works. <clears throat> yeah. But the, but the big thing is, and it's a, a suggestion, because this topic actually came up on FIFA Reddit um, in the last day or so, and the top post actually had a really good idea to help limit this and sort of ease both camps, both the, I don't want people rubber banding, but I also want people to play and not leave. Reduce the game time, because I think that, that comes into the FOMO point that you made, Chris. If you actually, instead of making these six get six minute halves, and they're never six minutes, are they? Because you've got a cut scene for everything going on, pauses, all sorts. So it's 20 odd minutes per game if you play it all the way through. Make the games three minute halves in icon swaps or for objectives. That way, even if you're getting, you know, smacked around, you're like, oh, I've only got to wait another couple of minutes. I might just, and like, you know, we've just said, I might try out a new formation and a new skill move, a new player. It's not going to be the end of the end of the world. I'll just play to the end. Um, and I think that could be a really good way of doing it. And also, I just think incentivize goals and things like that much more rather than just score in separate games. Have it a, as score 40 goals, just full stop. Because then at least if you banged in three or four goals, you might stay to the end because I'm like, well, I'm getting towards, you know, I fancy that I can score against this guy, so I'm going to keep playing to get some goals. And I brought this up a few weeks ago in terms of rivals as well. I think, you know, Aaron was talking about how people, had, this behaviour has crept into rivals, and I mentioned that I did it. And again, I think one of the big things in rivals this year is they took away those points that you got for goals and for keeping clean sheets and things like that. So literally, it's just win or bust now. And in a win or bust scenario, especially in a, the added, you know, F you, if you will, is you don't even get anything for a draw, do you? Other than if you're an elite, you might get a few skill points. So draws are beyond pointless in rivals now, whereas they used to get you some points towards your ranks. So I was going to say, I think the difference in rivals, and I could be wrong here, if you're on a streak looking for a promotion, you're more likely to stick it out. If you are at a checkpoint and you're, like you said, 2 0 down quite quickly. And people will, that's where the leaving comes out or the, I will score and equalise and I will leave. You know, that attitude comes because they, they don't lose anything. They, they're not getting relegated. They're not losing anything at all if they're at a checkpoint. I think that's, it's a great thing, the checkpoints, but that's the downside of the checkpoints. Yeah. And uh, our viewers on Twitch uh, chimed in on this. Uh, Flint has said, guys have experienced this. And personally, I thought about this. I don't understand why EA can't say there needs to be a goal to quit. And if the, if they dashboard there, so basically, if you stay, whoever stays gets the win. Um, Hippo says, I was in rivals two hours yesterday. I played one full match. It's so frustrating. It's silly that in football simulator, there's no milestone reward for goals scored. Um, completely agree with you both. I think everybody who's appeared on this show has basically said if you if somebody quits the other person gets the win that just needs to happen I, there is no real excuse for it to not happen um you know some people have you know the point that gets trotted out about oh people will start forcing disconnects and matching up with friends and yada 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 i'm sorry but that is going to be such a minority of users and also again ea just get better at stop clamping down on that sort of stuff um all this does is adds like you say, to the toxicity 
Um, but any other than shortening games, any other suggestions to how to sort of improve the community behaviour, John? I don't really. I think get yourself in a Discord like this where you can chat with like-minded people, you know. Um, but no, I, I think to sit on the head, people will always look for um, a glitch, a bypass, a golden goal, the fastest way to do it. People just don't want to seem to actually play the game. And I'm, I don't have the answers to that one. I think, Chris, I think one of the things is that a lot of these objective modes make you use a team that you don't necessarily want to play with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do I really want to be playing with silver players? I mean, I personally might, but a lot of people don't. It Should there not be more objectives that actually just let you use the team that you've built? Then that becomes just rivals again, doesn't it? And then, True. You know, you can just make it rivals for that point of view. Yeah, I mean, I, I, one of the things, the good thing is I like to keep all the special cards, so it means I can trot out, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I've still got uh, some players for Serie I can bring them out and use them, and it's, it's sometimes good fun. What I would like to see is actually reward fair play. I remember you used to get a, a, a place in Europe, didn't you, for when you, you won the fair play league? And uh, <laughs> what I'd like to see is a kudos... Yep, a kudos button. So actually, and I know it's, if you just give me, I'll just say it very quickly how it works. After the game, if the guy plays decently, you click the kudos button. And it's not number of kudos you get, it's actually the percentage of where you are in the game. So if, you know, a lot of people won't give you any kudos at all if you beat them particularly. But if you actually play the game, play it through, through you get a kudos. And then the top 25% of players who get marked up, they get huge rewards and then I think then you'll start to see better behaviour for players we actually reward people for playing the game and also better behaviour you might see an improvement Chris all you'll get maybe I'm being cynical here is if you golden goal I score first and you quit I'll give you kudos for dropping out you see what I mean no, but and, and, what you what you then do is you make it fully game it's going to be a yeah, full yeah. game for that point of view we need to reward Fair play or better I, I, I play. I agree with you, but play. I think I played well. You got that lucky rebound goal. I'm not giving you any kudos, even though you actually played really well, because people get too emotional. I think the idea is right. I just don't think it would mm-hmm. be implemented fairly. There needs to be, but there needs to be something there because actually at the moment we're rewarding people for winning, which is then creating this. Say, uh, as as Wimby says, why you know, why you know quitting. I'm winning here. I want to win this game. I want to get the rewards. There needs to be somewhere, some sea change from that point of view, where uh, whatever reason, whatever way that EA can cut it, that they reward the, the player who plays the game fully. I mean, what about even, even if it's as a simple tweak? As I know they've had a few objectives this year of win by two goals. Just change the objective to, to, to score two goals mm-hmm. in 10 separate games in managerial masterpiece because then at least you're forcing people to play beyond one nil and it's giving the other person an incentive to stay and you know to 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 fight for it and it it still won't you know if you do get a mismatch and someone goes two nil up quickly then okay someone will quit you know fair enough but at least it then gives a chance for a game to develop um, and that could go alongside their objectives like score, you know, 30 goals overall or win five games. Just something to keep it beyond, uh, oh, I'm not going to win this game, so I'm out. I think part of the problem is the cookie, the cookie cutter way that these things are. It's like score across. 
you know, it's just very little difference in the game uh, from the objectives. It's always pretty much the same objective. You can always say what's going to be in there. It's going to be a finesse goal, a through ball, a cross, a volley. You know, some of the stuff is really difficult to do. I like your idea when we have scoring goals and the number of goals in a game. Yeah, two goals is a great idea. Do you, John, would you even support a move away from just regular game? And I talked about match length, but should we be seeing more mystery ball? Should we be seeing more no rules games? Should we be seeing survival games? You know, all these different Possibly game survival. modes. I'm in. not a fan of mystery ball and things like that, personally. Um, but yeah, we, we, there needs to be something. I think there almost needs to be, um, how did I word this right? Some, some mode where there is a golden goal mode, but EA puts that in. So as soon as you score, you win. That's it. Somebody can't moan, somebody can't complain. Um, but there needs to be some of these objectives. It almost needs to be you need to complete the game or the objective doesn't count. And I think we need more of that to stop the toxicity that you're in a game for a game. Yeah, but we do need to get some different sort of modes. But, you know, let's be honest. When's the last time you played a uh, mystery ball? Yeah. Oh, it'll be a while. It's the last objective. Exactly. It, was, it was part of the. That was the last time I think I played, it. and it's great fun. No rules is great fun as well. Goalie wars was was good fun. So yeah, there's definitely fun fun. Yeah, modes the there. one was Could good. they bring in? Even they bring in five aside. I know they've got Walter at the moment. I mean, the lack of five aside as well in the game. There's a lot of things they could do to make it interesting and more fun. But I think an actual proper golden goal. Then there's no, as you say, there's no argument. Nobody needs to pause. We know exactly what we're getting. It says what it says in the tin, and that's what it is. Or even some sort of a tiered reward system. Um, might you know the topic I've sidebarred on uh, on the Twitch is is raise the stakes. So maybe something along the lines of you know score. You know, you have 10 games in a certain mode and you get it by, you know, the, you get the base version of the card by winning three, scoring 10, whatever. You can get a better version of the card if you've scored two or more goals in eight games. And you can get the top version of the card if you have scored three or more goals in eight games. Therefore, incentivizing people that really want to fight for the very best version of the card will be forced to stay in games and compete right to the end. They can't really rub a band or things like that. And, and you know, just, just giving people that really, but also the people that are just like, well, I just want a card. I just want to get this objective or this pack out of the way. They can then play quickly. Yeah, that's it's something to think about. And I thought about that before. I think I talked about it last season when you still had promotion and relegation that maybe there should have been a way that... Um, that not so skilled players still get a card and better players get a better card. I think you just got to watch um, going back to that whole power curve thing. Uh, you're putting more powerful cards into the market early, middle, late in the game. And it's where do they all sit? You know, if you've got um, three versions of that card that you're talking about or two versions of that card, you, you're, we're just flooding the market with more cards. But you're right, it, it needs some sort of overhaul. And these guys are paid a fortune to come up with ideas. So they really need to get their thinking caps on. Chris, anything to add before, uh, before we close the book on this one? 
Well, just to say to any guys who are listening, if they want to join our Discord, there's great ideas there. It's, I think John had <laughs> said it's £1 or €1.20 a week. Yeah. Uh, so, EA, if you're interested, uh, I'm sure we could do a deal on I Prime Icons as well if you really wanted to come in to get the top tier. Um, but no, you're. I think there's a lot of great ideas. And, and you know, um, if M has any ideas as well, you know, tweet us or join the Discord or send us that information. We're more than happy to share it on the podcast. Absolutely. And I think that just about wraps it up. Um, John, anything from you to add before uh, any other topics you want to quickly bring up before we uh, head off into the sunset? No, but if you're part of the Discord, um, I believe you get access to the Masterclass programme that John and Aaron are putting together. That starts tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, look at foot, look at the Foot Coaching um, Twitter page, see some information on that. But, yeah, definitely worth having a look at that. Yeah, I will give you a slight correction. It is next oh, Thursday, so not uh, not tomorrow as we record. Uh, it is next week, which I believe I believe it's the seventeenth ah, uh, at seven thirty p.m. And again, lots more information. If you want to go listen to a full explanation, John and Aaron explained it um, in the back end of last week's show. But in essence, it's going to be a, a, a basically a, a wider coaching session on a particular topic. Uh, and if you are a member of the foot in review patreon you will get access to that for free if not i believe it's it's you know there is a fee to come along and watch that full details will be available again keep an eye on our socials at both at foot in review and at foot coaching as well it's going to be great i'm sure we'll have lots more details as we approach that masterclass. again as chris said join the discord you get access via the patreon patreon.com forward slash foot in review starts at a buck a week uh, gets you lots of other great incentives and discounts depending on which tier you go up to. And of course, foot coaching in general, footcoaching.com, they will get you to the next level. Don't go chasing that team. Don't go spending hundreds of pounds, euros, chasing that foot birthday, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. If you really want to get better at your game, go speak, just have a conversation. There's again, lots of different options to choose from. Uh, and they're more than happy to have a conversation with you about that. Again, a big thank you to manscaped.com as well. Uh, excellent sponsors again i've used their products myself they are genuinely no shilling here fantastic please check them out it's a great offer make a great present for somebody or, or just for use on yourself as a gentleman of the 21st century so check that out as well um chris where can people find you on uh, the wonderful world of social media you'll find me on twitter at foot and review teddy bear and uh, you'll find us on the wonderful discord underground papa mac and John, where can people um, find you? In the Discord at Talking Foot and on Twitter at Talking Foot. Yeah, and I am at Wimby. Again, join us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at twitch.tv forward slash foot coaching or pick us up wherever you listen to your podcast. We're also the video version of this show goes up on our YouTube page as well. Great work being done on our social media platforms as well. Aaron has really uh, taken to it. There's some great little skits and we're doing, trying to do reviews every night because, of course, you know, we're three nights a week and there's content five, seven days a week. So our socials are doing the best to keep across that. Thank you very much to everyone who has tuned in live, everyone on Twitch, everyone listening live on the Discord. And, of course, however you're listening to us, thank you very much indeed. We'll be back on Friday. It'll be Foot Birthday Team 2 to get into. John will be back uh, probably with Ingvi, I will uh, guess. And uh, yeah, lots more content to come on all of our platforms. One last thing to do, gents. I'm going to start with you, John. Got to drop it. And Chris. Drop it. 
we are going to drop it. Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. F U T. 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 T.